Alright, welcome back to your weekly episode. Hey, 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 hey! I'm trying to watch hockey over here! Let me watch friggin' hockey! It's football! That's Let me turn! <laughs> it's a part of the bits! It's a part of the, we're a hockey podcast! We're supposed to be watching hockey! Then why aren't you watching hockey? <laughs> I don't know what hockey games are on, what channels are on! Well, I'm on ESPN for a reason over there. Fuck! You guys are on it! <laughs> so, um. What the hell are you doing here anyway? I don't know. I, I got lost on my way home, and I was like, you know what? I'll just stay here and watch some some sports, because apparently that's not hockey. <laughs> <laughs> so, here I am. When, when did they start throwing the ball in hockey? Did I miss something? <laughs> when did they start throwing the puck? What the fuck? <laughs> Where did the sticks go? What happened? Why what is, is he getting Because here are their numbers on the ice. Why is he ice green? <laughs> Why is he getting carted off the field for a pulled vagina? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. New Year, same bullshit. <laughs> That's a great slogan. I say, welcome back. It's not New Year, new us. It's New Year, same us. <laughs> new same. Year, potentially even worse out. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah, having some fun to kick this one off. But yeah, Colin, Hi! welcome back, man. I said, welcome back. Welcome hey. back there, big stud. Thanks, I don't know what I'm doing back, but here I am, so. <laughs> hey, you... Listen, I, I started this shit, and I guess I'm going to finish it. But you, you were, you were per, persuaded to, uh, <laughs> to be here. I don't know if persuaded was the right word. You kind of just said, oh, I'm going to go surprise the boys. I don't know. We, pl- we played a pretty intense game of fucking five-on-one <laughs> for you to get here. No, uh, Colin actually pulled me and Ethan aside on New Year's Eve and talked to us a little bit and said he, had the, he was thinking about possibly coming back. Okay. And, um... Definitely not going to be full-time as of yet. Possibly not full-time as of yet. Po- as eventually come back full-time is definitely on the table, but for okay. now, just an episode here and there. Yeah, perfect. I told him, I told him about our new first-of-the-month episode being a, an improv. improv. So he goes, I'm not, I didn't know he Which said he'd be down to possibly doing that. I'm going to give a little bit of a spoiler. I'd say we got a doozy of a fucking improv for you Oof. today. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's going to be a colorful one. So <laughs> if, you got, if you got little kids listening to our show with don't, you guys, don't. Don't. Put on... Freaking Peppa Pig or <laughs> Coco Melon or what's, whatever. What's popular now? Daniel Tiger? Or Dan- the, yeah. Or Coco Melon. Whatever they watch. Just or just pop. Just slip headphones. a couple of melatonin in the sippy cup <laughs> and just send them off to bed. Oh my god! <laughs> good night! Go, it's go. just melatonin. It's fine. Good, good, good night, son. Have a good night. Doesn't wake up for like Johnny, 14 take, hours. Take I'm not here. saying, I'm saying, hey, let's shoot up a six year old full of fucking ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Put a couple of fucking melatonin in them and just go to bed. Kid doesn't wake up for like 16 hours. Kid wakes up and his bus is in front of his house dropping him off. Uh, Jimmy's been really quiet. Oh, yeah, about that. He was really quiet. He really wasn't participating much in class today. Really? (laughs) You don't say. What a start, boys. What a start. New Year. Potentially even worse us. <laughs> but anyway, welcome back, Colin. Alright, like, what, what, what percentage made you want to come back temporarily? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Did like, something hit you? You just missed uh, us. I, I was just, no, I didn't miss you guys. I, I didn't miss... I saw you guys on New Year's as well as... That was enough until 24. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stretch for me to be back. It, it, period. Just got a handshake. Yeah, see you He's next just year. here so he won't get fined. <laughs> Bold assumption for you to think I have money. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. My my uh, own 
My only two cents was Kyle earlier today. <laughs> so. That was one cent. Oh, he pointed me another, even another cent. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gave him my two cents. And I sent it back saying, I didn't ask for your two cents, and then he sent it right back and said, well, here you go anyway. So you know, he's got a total of six cents. Oh, great. He can buy a Snickers <laughs> bar. Nope. No Bobo. I... New Year's same Bobo, though. Hi. <laughs> same old Bobo. Same old. What are you I know I haven't been in the studio... So you're still a lot smarter than I am, so I don't want to no, hear No, I haven't been in the studio a lot lately uh, since, like, no October, November. October. But get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm going to kick you out of the studio. First night back. Kick it. We're going to kick Bobo out of his own house. <laughs> Pretty much. So, all right, looks like we're recording at Collins next week, then. <laughs> you're funny now. <laughs> I thought, well, no, never mind. <laughs> all right, we're going to get into some hockey stuff. Actually, right, before we get into the hockey stuff. I think we have to address the elephant in the room, the very serious incident that happened earlier on this week with DeMar Hamlin in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, that that yeah. really, it wasn't even a dirty hit. It was just a freak accident of events, you know, collapsed on the field, went into it cardiac was, arrest. Dude, it was, it was fucking scary because he got up from the hit. Wobbled, and then. It wasn't of, even that he wobbled. Is he went kind of stiff and just dropped. He, like, took, like, two steps, like, like adjusted his stance, and then just, yeah, just dropped. Dropped. Yeah. And what blows, what really I think is scary, and proves that it could be, it can really happen to anybody, is he's no older than anybody in the studio. He's what, 26? 24. 24? Oh my god. I say he's a year older than me. Yeah, he's well, my well, age. Remember, I, I said it in our, in our group chat, and I said he's five months older than what you are. That's he's right. Four, he's four yeah. months older than me. Oh my god. And it's like. Yeah, it was. I I don't. I'll be perfectly blunt. Like, I know, shocker, right? I I, I don't give a fuck about the NFL. I don't care. It, it, it for me personally, it just got too political to enjoy. But it's seeing, but yeah. seeing shit like that makes you go, oh, like. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like the hit uh, in the OHL. From what was it, the Saginaw, the Mississauga Saginaw? Sue and I forget who they were playing. I think it was Sue and Mississauga or something like that. I don't know the one that sent the kid into a seizure. Sent the kid into a seizure. It was Sue. I don't remember. I can't remember who they were playing, but it was Sue. But it's shit like that where it just it doesn't matter if you're a fan or not. You're like. Holy shit! Well, the fact that I saw like Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, like, like and Joe like and Joe Burrow, Isaac. like all mm-hmm. in tears, like the, well, the, the human in you has to come out. You know, honestly, at that point, fuck sports. Yeah, the human in you, the actual you know emotional connection you have with any other human being, yeah. definitely comes out and it's like it, it takes you a step tough. back and, and it not really brings you down to earth per se. It humbles you. Yeah. It, it, it humbles you because what it does is it tells you that I really am not fucking invincible. Like, you know, you see some of these linebackers in the league now, and even hockey players who are, you know, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, whatever, and are built like a brick shit house. But then you see them take a hit and they blow a tendon out, or they have go into cardiac arrest on the fucking bench. Look at how many times over the decades... There have been players sitting on the bench, and they just drop. Well, the scary the thing... Chris Peverly, Jay Bomeister... Yeah, well, and the scary thing about all that is as sports continue to grow throughout the years, the sports are only getting bigger and faster. Look at... Let's compare, like, hockey and football to the 70s. Look, let's look at someone like Mean Joe Green, who was a 
I don't know, a buck seventy five seven. A he, linebacker. Joe Green? Yeah, who's only like a buck eighty? He, that was the big dude. That's why they called him. No, Green not Green. Joe Green. Jack Lambert. I'm sorry, wrong oh, person. Yeah. Jack Lambert was a buck seventy, like six foot four. You look at a linebacker now; they're two twenty five six five. Yeah. Bigger. <laughs> and Some of them are a lot even bigger. Yeah, like two twenty five six five is a, the average and, fucking quarterback. And, and you're like now your average linebacker is over three bills. Yeah. Like yeah. me, I'm three twenty five. I'm the size of an average NFL line of an average NFL lineman. Take your time. And it's just crazy to me to think about. I see it on the TV. I'm like, damn, he's but, a big boy. And then I'm like, I'm the big boy. <laughs> but seeing shit like that, it really, I think it definitely is a humbling thing for the players to go through because, as I said, it makes them realize I'm really not invincible. Like, mm-hmm. and like this shit and, and can that, have, and that brought the and, whole league together. And Absolutely. it's not like. Well, and even before the game that we have on right now, which is uh, Tennessee and Jacksonville, um, before the game, they all got around and did a big thing I for saw almost every, I think every team. Yeah. Every team has it's, been. Yeah, it's, it's, it's remarkable. It's really it's a beautiful sight to see that mm-hmm. everyone's doing that. Yeah. Absolutely. Giving a moment of silence and just taking, taking a knee for him. And he has come back in, too. He did actually send out a tweet earlier today. He sent a couple now, yeah. Yeah. Saying that he's on the road to recovery, hopefully. He's still technically in critical condition. But yes. He's talking yeah. on his own now without the, yep. got the breathing too bad. He's moving. Yeah, because he, I got a notification, I think yesterday morning he woke up. I want to say yesterday. Was it Wednesday? Once it, okay. I was going to say, I know it was just recently where he woke up and they pulled, I think they pulled the breathing tube Thursday? I want to say that. Yeah. They pulled the breathing tube Thursday and the first tweet he sent was Friday. Or maybe Thursday night. Thursday. It was like either Thursday night he, he or Friday Wednesday morning. And the first question he asked in who writing won? was, "Who won the game?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the first one. That yeah. He, <laughs> well, when I but like I'm, his doctors are like, "You won the life of you won the game. You of won life. the game yeah. of fucking life." Yeah. Man. Yeah. And I guess I think I read somewhere that when like the trainers and everything got to the field, he was dead. Yeah. Like, there was no CPR he was for nine minutes. Yeah, he was considered he was dead. Con- he was considered dead yeah. before he hit the ground. Well, and what's even scary is I did some reading on the article, and when he was talking, when he started talking, he was like, the only thing I remember is getting hit. He's like, I don't remember blacking out. I don't remember hitting the field. I don't remember anything. He's like, I woke up expecting to be on the football field, and here I am surrounded by my family. In the in the ER two days later or three days and later. The night that it happened, there was there was a clip I saw on ESPN that uh, Stephon Diggs was there with him. Yeah, well, luckily his was family the was there too. The hospital wouldn't let him in because they didn't recognize him. They didn't yeah. recognize that it was him. He had to prove him like, hey, I'm I'm Stephon yeah. Diggs. I play for the Buffalo Bills. Well, and what's even and his family was there was too. Even thank Zach God. Zach Taylor, head coach of the Bengals, didn't leave the hospital for three days. Yeah, like that, that like, and that's true sports fans of. Cincinnati and Buffalo. Yeah, both, yeah. both fans from both teams were, were, we're at in, the hospital. In, in it, it's it's a beautiful sight to mm-hmm. see. Absolutely, it's, Everybody it's great rally. to see and great to know that he's he's coming too and he's getting a yeah. lot better. Absolutely, it's still gonna be a very long road ahead, but he's, oh, he's oh, getting 100%. better. Oh, percent. I was talking to my even the coaches came together. Even Bengals coach, they came together and said, you know, they originally had said, hey, we're gonna postpone for five minutes. You know, get your stretching now, get your warm ups in, and we're gonna get back to mm-hmm. it. And the coach said, uh, fuck that, no. no. <laughs> we just had a player fucking die yeah. on the field. I don't know if you saw that or not. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck you. We're go. We're, I we're think that was the, taking a minute. They that always, was that's the. When they both went back to the locker rooms, and then what? And almost an hour later is when they officially. Which was game. the best decision they. Oh yeah. I oh, think yeah. the NFL but did. What the game, pissed, games what completely pissed me off about that whole thing? No. What pissed me off about that fucking whole thing 
was the fact that a it took them an hour to call the game. Yeah. It took it a half hour for the ambulance to get off the fucking field. Like the moment that they shut the doors on the you, back. You of gotta that, go. You, well, you, you gotta you go. Summarize the reason why the ambulance was waiting, right? To see if they would bring him no, back. No, because Hamlin, they were waiting for his mother, because his mother was in the stadium watching the game. They were waiting okay. for his mother to come down from the seats to He's hop in with the ambulance with him to go to the hospital. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Neither no, did I. that's fine. And I, I thought I'd bring that to the table and share with you guys That why. wasn't really said. It was just the fact <laughs> that the ambulance sat on the field for a fucking half hour. Yeah. So that that's why that the ambulance well, sat there. At like, least, my well, personal opinion, if... Something like this were to happen again. A, I think they should give all family like up front in case something scary like this happens. They can just hop the field and hop in the ambulance instead of putting their family way up in the stands. It's like you know that half an hour could have been five minutes instead of her running down all these flights of stairs. I'm sure there are other ways to do it. Well, I mean, but they were up in the big family boxes because all the players can reserve fam, you know, boxes. But I'm saying, like, maybe put, like, four or five parents down up front so if something were to happen, there's somebody there. And maybe make something around, like, the tunnel Yeah. they come out. That way, if shit like that does happen, they can just just get up and fucking vote. exactly. Or even have a little incline, have a secret incline behind where they, you know, you a hidden incline. It's like a little excavator for players and family members only. You go down the in, go down the secret elevator, and you're right on the football field. I'm yeah. sure they have them, but just still. Say, just seeing that that was yeah. the biggest thing that has happened so far this year. We had yeah. we had to touch on that. You know, Absolutely. Give our thoughts and give our prayers to Demar Hamlin. Absolutely. Oh, Prayers from all of us here in the studio. So, uh, before we start talking hockey, there's this one thing that I want you guys' honest opinions about. It's about if the Olympics would start today or within a week, how would Team USA and how would Team Canada look with their rosters? Mm. I'll start with Team Canada going through all all lines, all players. All right. Four core, Stammer, McDavid, Marner. Huberto, Crosby, McKinnon. Mar- uh, the Rats, Bergeron, Stone, Nugent Hopkins, Horvat, and Point as the four core. Wow. Ooh. That's yeah. That's already solved. Those first three lines are all you, you know, really need. Would you change anything up about that that core? <sighs> I would throw McDavid top line. McDavid's top line. He is top line. I he must hurt you then. I'd li- I'd li- I like it pretty much. I like it. That's, yeah. that's pretty damn solid. Yeah. All right, blue liners. Morrissey McCarr is the top pairing, and Theodore Hamilton followed up by Shabbat and Petrangelo. Ooh, that's solid. I like that's that. That's solid, too. I like solid. that. That's goaltending. I have three of them, because technically we can rotate them in and out accordingly. Yeah. Okay. Darcy Kemper. Ooh. He's Canadian? Yeah, he's Canadian. Kata Hot. Carter Hart. And Tristan Jari. Ooh. Again, you can rotate any one of those, uh, two of those three goaltenders The in only out, one so. I don't like is Carter Hart. Really? I mean, Carter Hart is a talented goaltender. Yeah, he just, is. He's not on a good team. He doesn't have a defense. That's, in front the, of that's my only problem. Sure. Honestly, the one that I'm really not thrilled about on here, believe it or not, is Tristan Jarrett. That's what I was going to say, too. That's personally I know I you guys are going to have just, bias. No, I don't, no. I don't disagree. He's just, he's, he's just with his inconsistency so far that's in the past two seasons, it'd be con- very tough to get him a spot. Consistently inconsistent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Team America's up next. America. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Thank you. 
Four core. Robertson, Tom, uh, Thompson, and a Kachuk brother. Okay. Which one? Doesn't matter. You okay. choose. <laughs> Fucking neither of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second line is Connor, Matthews, Patty Kane. Yeah. Okay. Goudreau, Hughes, Caulfield. Ooh. Mm. Fourth line is your boy Larkin. Okay. Eichel, and the Italian pedo man himself, Chris Kreider. That's actually a really solid fourth line. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I would move that line maybe up to like. Second or third? I was thinking third. What's the second and third line again? So the second line is Kyle Connor, Austin Matthews, Patty Kane. Third line is Johnny Hockey, uh, Jack Hughes, and Cole Caulfield. Yeah, I'd swap it for the third. Yeah, swap yeah. the third and the fourth. Uh, the only only just I was gonna say swap Caulfield for Trevor Zegers. That's all. I was, that's all. Yeah. I would change. Okay. okay. That I would I agree. He was Canadian. Trevor Zegers is American. Oh, I don't know that. I'm like 95 sure Trevor Zegers. Oh. Uh, well, Boba looks it up. I'm going to read off the uh, the D pairing. Save number Fox up in the first one. Then Quinn Hughes and Charlie McAvoy is the second. Ooh. And Zach Warensky and uh, John Carlson is the third pairing. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, he is American. Okay. Where's he from? I'm looking for that right now. America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm expecting that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Born Bedf- Bedford, New York. Okay. So not too far from us, but... Bedford's like two hours. It's right outside of Buffalo. Or is it inside or outside of Buffalo? Outside, outside okay. of Buffalo. Yeah. And then the goaltender tandem is Connor Halibut and Jake Ottinger. Yeah. 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 For American, yeah, that's, that almost nails it right there. All right. So that's who I have for the both Canadian oh, and... Were there like personal? Oh, wow. I thought that was like a, like a question that you saw. I like that. I, 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 I saw like I saw rough gist, but I was like, I don't like a couple of those players on there, so I'm going to sum them out for mine. So I, I got the idea somewhere else, but I changed them with my personal. Okay. Still, that's that's really very, very fucking solid. solid yeah, actually, that would be that'd be a fun gold medal. That'd be a fun gold medal barn burner. All right, well, what do you boys have? Because obviously, I don't have Jack with like a squat. So do we want to? <laughs> Really address the elephant in the room and say, "Fuck the OHL." Let's. I want to we'll well. get there. We'll let, we'll let Jiffy get through the news. We'll let me get through. Because there is a news. there is a lot. So we, we could yeah. be here for a minute. So yeah, we have time. We're we gonna time be to here. Go. This is gonna be a long episode, folks. Um, kind of start off. We'll kind of announce the reschedule. Games out originally on December seventeenth, when um, due to the incident with. Agri- Marcus Beckoff of the London Knights. Um, the Kingston Frontnets and the Peterborough Peets, um, they rescheduled their game to January 16th. Um, and then on January 18th, the Sudbury Wolves, they will play Ni- at Niagara, have rescheduled their game. Monday, February 6th, Flint and London have rescheduled their to that date. And then the Otters and the Saginaw Spirit to February 8th. Okay. So that one was in Saginaw, right? Yes. Okay. So that one was in Saginaw. Um, and then um, on December 26th, Maya Spasikolev um, of the Saginaw Spirit signed a three-year entry level with the Vegas Golden Knights. And he um, then as for um, like signings, uh, 
the LA King prospect Brennan Clark. He has been reassigned back down to the Barry Colts after helping Team Can win gold in the World Juniors Championship, as well as Shane Wright um, of the Seattle Kraken. He's returning back to Kingston, but he is projected right now to be traded at here in the next at 48, 20, 24, 48 hours because he's one of Kingston's at, plan on getting it, putting him up for trade. If, if the rumors are true, God, I fucking hope he doesn't go to London. No, I think I that's wrong. Because right now, really, really based off of what I've seen, London, London, Niagara, Barry, and Peterborough, I think was one of Peterborough, the two. and the, and then the two Michigan teams, Flint and Saginaw, are looking at him. Saginaw's in Michigan? Yep. Yeah, I think Saginaw's. I know we're. You were not the person that I would expect to ask that question. <laughs> I expect from this one over here. I think Saginaw's <laughs> up closer to Canada, if I remember correctly. I th- believe Saginaw's like right outside of Detroit. I You're thinking of Detroit, Windsor, literally right on the border. Yes. Okay. I'm not 100% sure where it is, but I know that. I, I can't think. I know. They're both within a pretty close to each other. Yeah, I know Saginaw. Detroit, Windsor, they're all right yeah, there. I know Saginaw is somewhere. Yeah. I was saying, I know Saginaw is somewhere up close. Just because close. I'm a Detroit fan doesn't mean I know everything about fucking Michigan. <laughs> Ford's made there. And then, as for um, other things. Uh, There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, former. Oh, um. Windsor Spitfire Daniel D'Amato, he's committed to going back to college, uh, committed to going to college at the tr- with the Toronto Metropolitan University. Wait, Daniel D'Amato? Um, D'Amato. D'Amato. I thought you said D'Amato for a second. I, I thought like, Wait, 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 no. wait, hold on. I say he's down. When the fuck did he go to Windsor? <laughs> I say he's down in, Daniel is down in, D'Amato is down in Savannah playing with the Vegas's ECHL t- affiliated team. Savannah Goose Pirates. They just got a team this year. Yeah. I do. Wait, wait, wait. I think the name's cool as hell. I think oh, it's cool as they're, fuck. But their logo like, and their. Why oh is dope? So there's the Savannah Bananas, the Savannah Ghost Pirates. What's the other, gonna fu- what's the other fun name coming out of Savannah? <laughs> I, think there's, I think there's one down. Somewhere it's the Trash Pandas or something. Rock City Trash Pandas, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a baseball team, yeah. I have a shock. I have a double, triple A affiliate of the Los Angeles Angels? Yeah. Yeah. Where the, the, f- the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Where the fuck is Rocket City? And we're going to go buy some of their merch. You know what's <laughs> even better? My uncle gave me a Trash Panda shot glass. Did he really? I have one up in my room or up behind the bar. I'll find it for y'all later. And then as well. Wa- while Jeffy's going here. And then as well as kind of stay- sticking to that, um, former captain of the Mississauga Steelers, he also committed to the Toronto Metropolitan University as well. And then um, and then oh, former Peterborough Peets and former Erie Otters, um, Peter, um, Emmett Sproul, he's committed to the uh, to the University of New Brunswick um, for college as well. Oh wow. Awesome. So Best of luck to both, all three of them, pursuing their hockey careers in college. And then, as for some more news, uh, on going back to December twenty eighth, um, O.A. Noah Sador has joined Ken Morton and 
Elias Cohen for playing 150 games in against their um against the London Knights. Oh yeah. Sweet. Um, as well as December. Ice dogs suck. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there because we there's a lot there. Um, December 28th, the Spitfire celebrate 40 year long time radio play by play voice Steve Bell. He 40 years with 40 years with the Windsor Spitfire. So congrats to him. And, and then on December 29th, Zachary Lave, which will talk to him, about him more, scored two goals in his debut and set an ice dog record at eight seconds into the second period against Who? the Hamilton Bulldogs. Who? The worst, a worthless piece of shit. Okay, I know that, but I know that guy. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, get, there. we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. Oh, it's going to be colorful. It's it's, it's going to look like a fucking Bob Ross painting. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, may, we may as well be the joy of hating the OHL. And then a couple December 30th, um, a lot of December 30th, um, Daniel Zacklin of the Guelph Storm. Um, he signed a he signed a th- a three year entry level with the Winnipeg Jets. Um, Jack Denver's of the Ottawa Sixty Sevens gets his first career OHL go against the Kings and Frontnets. Um, Brady Stonehouse of th- of the Sixty Sevens played his one hundredth career OHL game, and then twenty and then. 2023 draft prospect Andre Marr of the Erie Otters gets his first career OHL against against the Niagara Ice Dogs. Red Wings prospect Amias Lombardi of the Flint Firebirds played in his um, 100 career OHL games. And then the Anaheim Ducks prospect Pavel Misnekov of the Saginaw Spirit played in his 100 career OHL game. And then, as well as Cal Ewens of the Owen Sound Attack, he played in his 100 OHL game. And then, another member of the Owen Sound Attack, Thomas Brennan, goal in the third period ties fellow Owen Sound Attack forward Petrius Palmu of the from 2016 and London Knights Doug Steitenshin from the 1989 team as. As the fastest start a period in the league history versus Barry. Wow. Wow. And then, then Matthew Pierce of the London Knights gets his first first career goal against the Sarnia Sting. And then former Erie Otter and current Sarnia Sting, Dow, um, Dallas prospect Christian Cairo gets Cairo. hit plays in his gets his one hundredth career point. Cairo. Wow. And he's also making his first time return back to Erie tomorrow tomorrow afternoon first game back since being traded so it's going to be interesting with him then moving to December 31st um, McGregor Richmond gets his first career OHL goal against Hamilton Nick DeGraza of the of the Cerberry Wolf gets his first career hat trick against the Sioux St. Marie um, Bu Jelsma of the Barry Colts played in his 100th career um, NHL game as OHL against the Gulf Storm. And Justin Earl of the North Bay Battalion 
record. His multi-goal game, first multi-goal game against the well, Generals. And then Anthony Agasnelli of the Niagara Icehawk gets his first career hat-trick against the Erie Otters. And then, uh, as well as Otters um, head athletic trainer worked his 500 career game. And then on January 1st, Colin McKenzie of the Six Centers gets his first career shutout in a 4-0 win against the King in Kingston. December 3rd, Donovan McCoy gets his first career OHL goal against Hamilton. January 3rd. January 3rd. That's what I said. I thought he said December. I heard January. I said January. There was just a typo, but it was January. And then on January 6th, the Owenstown attack with their win over Kingston, they earned their 1,000th career win in their franchise history. Wow. Wow. And then, as well as um, Rangers equipment manager Dan Labaud worked his 2000th OHL game, and w- but they will celebrate his achievement next Friday, January 13th. What um, even is Kingston now in Canada? You mean Ontario? Kingston? I know, I know. It's, bye, go. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was somewhere. Whatever. Um, and then there's two milestones. Um, James Hardy of the Mississauga Steelheads is close to nearing a s- multiple. Steelhead franchise record entering their game earlier in the week against the Ottawa Generals. Um, he's two goals shy of Owen Tippett's mark of 114 in six points away from Michael Mc- McLeod's record in 2017. And he currently leads the season with 22 goals. And then, as well as he set. Um, Looking at, then he set um, a re- the franchise record for 106 career shots on goal in his in his entire OHL career. Wow! And then we got multiple trades um, that have been that have happened in the last couple weeks. Um. We'll start on. We will start on the January first. Um, the Niagara Ice Dogs and the Otters, um, Otters receive panel Themis from the Niagara Ice Dogs, which he got his first career, his first goal as an Otter tonight in tonight's game against Guelph. Um, while Niagara receives Erie's second round 2024 draft pick, Windsor's third 2024, Oshawa's second round in 2025, Hamilton's third in 2025, and Peterborough's um, tw- second round in 2026. He's gonna, I think he'll be something, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then on January 2nd, between trade between the Hamilton Bulldogs and the London Knights. London receives Carson Lloyd, 
Luca Testa in Mississauga's second round, 2026, while Hamilton receives Ryan Herpfey and... It's the other way around. That, what's next to him is what they gave up. Okay. That's why I was... Oh, okay. I had... Um, and then... But Ryan Wisteren... Then on January 26th... Uh, Kingston gets Jesse Fishman Barry's second round 2023 Hamilton's 2023 fourth round pick Oshawa's third 2024 Hamilton's second um, 2025 and Kitchener's I'm sorry. Uh, so it's this way? Kitchener, that's what Kitchener gave up. Okay. That's what I was gave up. So, so Fisherman is going to Guelph. Zicklin is going to Kitchener. Okay. I was right then. All right. Um, and then Kitchener's 2025 and Kitchener's 2026. While Kitchener receives Denny Zecklin and Guelph's 8th round 2025 pick um, as well on January 3rd between the Sioux Greyhounds and the Barry Colts Sioux gets Tyler Savard um, and no no Barry gets Tyler Savard okay it's weird how they yeah. have it that's why I'm kind of do you want me to take over here yeah okay moving on to the other trade on January 3rd Windsor receives Jacob Holmes from the Sudbury Wolves in exchange for Oshawa's fourth round in 2023, Kitchener's second round in 2024, Kingston's second round in 2025, Windsor's sixth round in 2025, and Niagara's third round in 2026. Uh, going to Windsor is Brent Harrison from the Oshawa Generals. Yes, and then going to Oshawa is Oshawa is... Or, sorry... No, I just messed up. <laughs> I say it's that's why I'm kind of starting to okay, get. Okay, I guess these must have been originally Oshawa's picks, and then Windsor's trading it back to them. So Oshawa's second in both 23 and 24, Barry's third and 24, Sudbury's third and 25, and Windsor's third and 26, and their fifth and 26. Going to Kingston from Barry is Ian Lemieux, and in exchange, Barry will get Kingston's sixth round in 2026. On January 5th, going to Sudbury is Adam Zidlicki and Barry's fourth overall pick in 2023. In exchange, going to Mississauga for there for Sudbury's fourth in 2023, Mississauga's fifth and 25, and Mississauga's fourth and 26. Well, we're getting there. Uh, Sudbury Wolves put uh, Kevin Brassard on waviers on January 7th. Waviers. 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 Wave your ears, man. Wave ears. It's, it's been a while, okay? It's been like four weeks, three weeks now since we did this. Uh, going to Windsor from Niagara is Aiden Castle and Rodwin Dionico. And coming to Niagara is Chris O'Flaherty and Bronson Ride. And with Ottawa's sixth round pick in 24 and Windsor's second round pick in 26. Also on January 7th. These last ones are all on January 7th. That happened today. Going to Peterborough from Hamilton is Avery Hayes and Gavin White. Going over to Hamilton from Peterborough is Nick Lardis, Sahil Ponwar, with Flint 3rd in 2023 and Peterborough's 6th in 2026. From in trade involving Mississauga and Sarnia. 
Going to Sarnia is Luca de Belbeluz and Ethan Del Mastro in exchange for Parter Martrone, Angus McDonald, Flint's second round in 2023, London's this, fourth round in 2023. I'm sorry, hold on. Is his first name actually Angus? Yeah. Like Angus Beef? Angus. A-N-G-U-S. Angus. Okay. Uh, moving on to Mississauga and Peterborough. Mississauga sent Owen Beck over to Peterborough in exchange for Jack Van Vol- Jack Van Volsen, Justin DeZote, Peterborough's second and 25, Erie's second and 25, Peterborough's third and 25, and Peterborough's fourth and 26. And finally... Rather than up all of our OHL stuff, Logan Morrison of the Hamilton Bulldogs is going to the Ottawa 67s in exchange for Guelph's second and 23, Ottawa's fourth and 23, Ottawa's third and 24, and fourth and 24, and their second and 26, and their third and 26. Wow. Oh, fuck. And that's just <laughs> OHL. That's just OHL news. That's, yeah. So we're going to take a break here, gather ourselves, and uh, discuss the rest of this episode. Ooh, there we go. All right. So, you guys know, know the whole, well, know what happened. Well, history lesson, I guess, to kind of lead into the story. That's why I kind of looked at you, Bobo. Uh, you, you know that the Czech Republic and Slovakia, right? Yeah. How they used to be one country before. Yeah. Yeah. Czechoslovakia before. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see the. Uh, if I'm not that, mistaken, I want to say they were part of the Soviet Union as well. Yes. Yeah, and after the Soviet Union debunks, they. Became one country, which eventually split into nineteen ninety five. Split into two countries. Split into nineteen ninety two countries. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they split into two countries. Uh, I, I think the official date was December thirty first, nineteen ninety two. So over twenty years ago. So I was well, right. It was nineteen ninety two. Well, it's not like I said that. I didn't hear you say it. Oh, kind of. Oh, and it's the um, the quote unquote with the uh, Velvet's divorce. It's what they officially call it. A Velvet's Divorce. With the Velvet Divorce. Okay. So, the, the news broke New Year's Eve, 1992. Which, during this time, back in that time, obviously that WIHF tournament was going on. Yeah. Obviously, when the tournament started, the team was called Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. It was a Czechoslovakia team. Oh. And they were actually in a, in a game playing that night before the news broke and after they got off the ice because I think they had like a, 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 five, a six to four win over Germany that night so they got off the ice they started celebrating when the news broke to the team so they started the started the, the uh, started that game as the Czechoslovakia team and then the they finished at they finished the tournaments as the Czech and the Slovak republics hmm. so pretty much on this date 30 years ago, they finished a tournament. Oh, they finished the tournament as a, sep- a different team, a different team name, a different team than what they started. Wow, wow, that's, that's actually really that's cool. That is, that's insane. Weird. And it's cool, but that's got to be weird at the same time. That is what, very strange. One player on that team, that's a big name now. I lost it. Fuck. I don't know that player. What's he play for? The Czechs of Walker Public. Peter Forsberg. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. He he's a uh, Czech. Interesting. Okay. So that is very interesting. I I saw that earlier. Uh, a little bit earlier tonight in, in the middle of recording. I was like, oh, I'm gonna bring it up, and it's a perfect transition from the OHL news into the NHL news because it's kind of like a little bit of both. Yeah, that is kind of <clears throat> that's really. And, and considering you know 
some of us have, you know, a heritage and family from yeah. the Czech Republic yeah, here in the studio, so. Okay, that's awesome. Otherwise known as Colin and Jeff. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, moving on to big NHL news and milestones. Uh, first off, we got the first goals and point milestones. Anthony Richard of the Montreal Canadiens scored his first goal against the Colorado Avalanche on December 21st. Jalen Chatfield of the Carolina Hurricanes scored his first NHL goal against the Pittsburgh Penguins on December 22nd. Atu Rati of the... That's a fun name to say. Atu Rati. Atu Rati of the New York Islanders scored his first NHL goal against the Florida Panthers on December 23rd. Samuel Walker of the Minnesota Wild scored his first NHL goal against the Winnipeg Jets on December 27th. Frederick Olofsson of the Dallas Stars got his first goal against the San Jose Sharks on December 31st. Jacob Lucchini of the Ottawa Senators got his first goal against the Buffalo Sabres on January 1st. Caden Korzek of the... I forgot to put the team name there, shit. I want to say the Wild. I think of the... Yeah, scored his... No, it was of the Golden Knights, I'm sorry. Of the Vegas Golden Knights, scored his first NHL point off a of Nicholas Waugh goal against the Colorado Avalanche on December January 2nd. Parker Wertherspoon of the New York Islanders got his first kind of NHL... Wertherspoon instead of Witherspoon. Without her spoon. <laughs> With her spoon of the Hounders. Oh, Ethan, you like this joke? What celebrity actor likes cereal best? Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, exactly. Parker Witherspoon of the New York Islanders <laughs> got his first point off of a Casey Sezikis goal on December 3rd. And then finally, moving on to some other milestones. Eric Carlson got his 700th career point off a Timo Meyer goal against the Calgary Flames on December 18th. I spelled his last name wrong, by the way. <laughs> Meyer, did I? Or Carlson? No, Carlson. Is it two L's? Two S's. Two S's, okay. There's five different Carlson's all spelled differently. <laughs> Jordan Kyrou got his first career hat-trick against the Vancouver Canucks on December 19th. Kyrou! Kirill Kaprizov becomes the fourth fastest among active players to reach 200 points, and it took him just 167 games. Falling just behind Malkin at 166, Ovi at 165, and the one and only Sid the Kid, Sidney Crosby, at 142. Wow. Uh, speaking of Sidney Crosby, as of December 22nd, he has now 100 points against the New York Rangers, which now gives him 100 points against three different teams, the Islanders, the Flyers, and the Rangers. No other active player has scored 100 against a single team. Wow. wow. And Crosby's done it against three. Got me wondering how, much, how close some of the other bigger guys, like Ovi and... Are getting to reaching 100 against some others. There's a lot that's got to be getting close for sure. Yeah. Jeff Carter played in his 1200th career game on December 22nd against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, also in that same game, Brett Burns got his 800th career point uh, with an assist against the Pittsburgh Penguins on December 22nd. Sam Gagne of the Winnipeg Jets played in his 1000th career game against the Vancouver Canucks on December 29th. Brian Dumoulin played in his 500th career game on December 30th against the New Jersey Devils. Alex Edler played in his 1,000th game in the game on December 31st. Austin Matthews breaks the Maple Leafs record for fastest to 500 points, doing so in 445 games. Wow. Chris Stewart, Pittsburgh Penguins head athletic trainer, has reached his 2,000th game milestone. Rick Bonus has now coached 2,600 games behind the bench. And all t- all tonight, TJ Brody, Taylor Hall, and Justin Falk all skated in their 800th game. Wow. Taylor Hall has already played 800? Yeah. He's drafted 12, right? Like a, what, 10 or 11. I know he's oh. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. And Mitch Marner got his 500th 
um, career point tonight yeah. as well. Yeah. I got it. As well as Nikita Alexandrov of the St. Louis Blues scored his first NHL goal against the Montreal Canadiens tonight, December, or J- December, January 7th. As well as Kirill Marchenko of the Columbus Blue Jackets recorded his first career hat trick against the Carolina Hurricanes on January 7th. First overall, 2010 to Edmonton. Was it 2010? Okay. Wow. Wow. And then one, and then one big thing on December 23rd. Alex Ovechkin officially is now number two in all-time goals. Officially past Gordie Howe. Mm-hmm. Mr. Hockey, Gordie Howe. You know, Mr. Third Place Hockey. <laughs> He's top five. Fucking blow me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then as of January 5th, the All-Star team's rosters have been announced. Oh, have they? I Ooh, actually haven't seen this. Neither have I. So I'll, I'll read them off. Uh, the players... And what year, like how many nominations, including this one, they've been in. So starting with the Metro, Crosby will be in his fifth. Uh, Goudreau will be in his seventh. Kevin Hayes, Jack Hughes. I'm sorry, Kevin Hayes, Brock Nelson. I can never say his name. Who? Andre Svechnikov. Oh, Andre Svechnikov. Yeah, and Igor Sestrukin will be in their first. Jack Hughes will be in his second. And Alex Ovechkin is is the all-time, well, not the all-time, the current active player, like players, who been in the most with eight. Wow. Crosby's only his fifth. Crosby's only in his fifth. And Cr- Goudreau is his seventh. Yeah. You told me Johnny Goudreau has been in more All Star games than Sidney Crosby. Yeah, as yes. per as per the NHL app. Hmm. Interesting. I don't like that. So <laughs> moving on. Good. <laughs> Atlantic Division this time. Uh, Kucherov is in his fourth. Dylan Markins in his third. Mitch Marner and Nick Suzuki both in her second. Dave Thompson is popping the cherry in his first. Brady Kachuk, uh, both Kachuk brothers are in. Brady's with his third. Matthews in his second. Fuck Brady Kachuk. <laughs> <laughs> and minus Armour is also popping the cherry in his first all-star appearance. Mitch Thompson, man. Holy hell, what a year that kid's having. Dude, he's oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of him, but he's, I, he's, he's, he's having a hell of a year, man. I'm just afraid that he's going to pull a, a Jeff Skinner. He's going to have two, maybe three great seasons, and he's going to fall off pace after he signs a new contract. I mean, that's Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, even if they... Save Jeff Skinner start up in what? Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, save Jeff Skinner stay in Carolina. He'd probably do the same thing as good of a team as Carolina is. So because of how many good players there are yeah. over there. Well, there aren't many good players in fucking Buffalo. And you see how no. well he's doing. No, he's insane, man. Holy, he's having a hell of a year. What is he at? Thirty-six goals, something like that. Cage Thompson. Yeah, he's, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's in. I'll look it up. I'll call him. I just realized he's got a pretty hearty fucking contract, too. Yeah, he just signed on a seven-year, $50 million contract. Uh, 30, okay, yeah. Thompson, 30 goals officially. He's got 30 goals. Wow. Over still... his career, he's got 259 games played and 86 goals, 72 assists, and 158 points. Those aren't bad numbers. Yeah. Not at For all. For being 25 years old, <laughs> yeah. no, that's not awful. Townsend's actually the second. Oh, he has 31, actually. 31 goals this season. Right behind Connor McDavid at 33, just behind Thompson is Ovechkin at 29. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Alright, moving on to the West, more specifically the Central. Kirill Kaprizov is now in his second All-Star game. Clayton Keller is his third. Jason Robertson with the year he's having at Dallas. This is his first year in the All-Star games. Wow. Okay. Then Tarasenko and Seth Jones both have four piece. Kale McCarr, a.k.a. Kale Marker, <laughs> is in his second. Josh Morrissey, Nash's favorite. 
It's his first All-Star game. Josh Morrissey. Josh, with his B-Pro series. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why I want to save Nash's yeah. favorite. <laughs> and UC Soros in his second All-Star game. The juice. And last, but certainly least, the Pacific Division. <laughs> Just kidding. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Matt Berniers and Kevin Fiala are both in the first. Kadri's in his second. No shocker here. Connor McDavid is in his sixth. Rice Pedersen is in his third. The older Pedersen. <laughs> the original Pedersen in Vancouver. Yes. There's two Elias Pedersen now, by the way. In Vancouver. In Vancouver. <laughs> in the same team, too. Great. We got two <laughs> fucking Sebastian Alos. <laughs> now we got two sub- fucking Elias Pedersens. Oh my god. Soon we're going to be like, oh, we got like six Pavel Bujneviches. <laughs> Where the fuck are these people coming from? Of all names you decide to choose, you choose Pavel Bujnevich. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> it's, it's, I guarantee you the league's going to be like, oh yeah, we just copied and pasted that shit. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh god. I'm g- Oh god, fuck. Now my head hurts. Oh god. Uh, moving on before Ethan's head explodes. No. <laughs> Can we play that sound back to him and replay button? We're having too much fun in here, man. Oh, fun start, man. Fun start to the, to the year, man. Fuck yeah. Hey, that's all it needs to be. This is improv night. <laughs> yes. That's all it is, man. It's improv night. Uh, Troy Terry is in the second All Star game. Ethan's boy, Eric Carlson, and this is the seventh. And Logan Thompson from Vegas will be making his first All-Star. He actually really hasn't been that bad from what I've well, seen. He's been insane. No, he's yeah, been he's really been good. Is his record like 18 and 2 or something like that? He, he's been doing damn good in places for I'm going to pull up his record real quick. I, I, know really something, I know it's something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Logan Thompson. Logan Thompson. But yeah, in lieu of, you know, not having that or and not really having a good... No French starter per se. He, he's been carrying Vegas. Twenty five. Yeah. I didn't realize he was Oh he's not that good. Eighteen nine and one so far this season, but still That's, that's fucking decent. It's yeah. still two point six one goals against with a point nine one five save percentage. Damn. That's crazy. Damn it he's older than me. <laughs> I say some other milestone things we need to p- touch upon on. Roman Yoshi becomes the Predators' all-time points leader at 567, passing David Lewand at 566, and Philip Forsberg, who's at 494. So, congrats to Roman Yoshi. 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 I just looked up random stuff about Robin Lehner. I didn't realize how big he was. Holy He's a boy. Six four two fifty. Yeah, that's a big old hoss. Yeah, he is. God damn. And I think Thompson's the same way. Yes. Just does. Yeah. Not, not quite six, six four two hundred pounds. So you're what? saying if I drop like seventy pounds, I could be an NHL goaltender? Great. No, because they have to be flexible, right? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Well, well, if you tried to play goalie, I guarantee you, you would. You would physically tear yourself a new asshole. Probably. <laughs> Hold on. And I, it doesn't help I have a torn labrum, arthritis in my left foot, okay, and a broken and nose. Pl- and if you play goalie, you're going to have a torn gooch, too. You can <laughs> add that to your fucking list. <laughs> okay. I, I forget who was the one who had shared this with me. I think it was you, Ethan, because I think he was, at one point, in the Detroit system. 
about the one goaltender. Oh, Magnus Helberg? Yeah, and how big of a boy he is. He's yeah. fucking six foot. I think, he, I think he's ended up starting a couple games for Detroit now. Yeah, he has. The thing they get, they know they've been, been out they've been, So how they've been doing him is they've been bouncing him back in between fucking Grand Rapids and uh, Detroit, which... By the way, I would love to go to a Grand Rapids game. Wait, I think that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. I'm still looking for one of their... I want to get a Jordan Mewtwo jersey because he uh, he spent the longest time with Grand Rapids. Yeah. Um, but they've been bouncing him back and forth between Grand Rapids and uh, Detroit, the active roster. I wonder if they're doing that just to kind of preserve him a little bit. But from what I thought, I thought Nadelkovic was out with an injury. Yeah, so he's probably he is. Yeah, but um, nah, he's big old Swedish boy. I was about to say he's six. Yeah, he's six foot six, like two hundred and ten pounds or two hundred and fifteen. On skates, he's like six eight, six nine. Yeah, on uh, yeah on skates, he's almost six foot nine. It's like wow. it's oh, funny seeing like that photo. Like yeah, there was the photo that's been going around of uh back when he was actually with Seattle because he was with Seattle before he went to Detroit. Um. It was a picture from practice, and I guess one of the things that they're, that NHL goalies do is they practice screening. So what they'll do is they'll screen each other. Now, Grubauer's only like six foot two, yeah. six foot three, but when you put a six foot eight fucking Swede in front of him, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, the math doesn't really work. It's like a solid fucking brick wall in front of him. I, like, well, it was funny because I saw that picture. I'm like, holy Dog shit. That's a big he dude. He sends it to us and we're I, I saw that picture. I was like, holy fuck, that's a big boy. Two <laughs> days later, Detroit Red Wings acquire Magnus Helberg. I was like, yes! <laughs> well, he was a happier than pig and shit. He was so happy. Oh, dude, I was <laughs> fucking ecstatic. Because even though he is big, he is a great goaltender, actually. He's I mean, a- when you can reach both ends of the frickin' ice, what's it matter? <laughs> He could literally do this and touch the wall. Yeah, he could literally. He could literally. He could literally. His shoulders are as wide as the pipes. He doesn't have to move. He just gets down into the butterfly and just sits. Dude, he can trip and fall and knock over like three sheets of plexiglass. That's even a big reason why Pittsburgh couldn't score on him more after they brought him in. I'm curious on what size fucking skate that dude. Probably an 18. It's got to be huge. I'm sure he's like an 18, 19. We looked it up. I think it's finally time to move on to the elephant in the room. Try to behave ourselves as much as we can. It's no. going to be tough. Fuck no. But an incident between the Niagara Ice Dogs and the Erie Otters on, on New Year's Eve in Erie. Uh, there's a very late, unnecessary hit late on. Do you mind grabbing me that empty can out of the trash, please? <laughs> Which one? Yeah. My, I'm scared my of what's going to happen. It's going to be there just in case. You can throw it at me. Hit me with uh, your Erie Otters forward, Brett Brissett took, took a late hit to the neck, head area. Uh, injuring him, probably ending his season. I think they did confirm he's he going to be is, out for the rest of the he season. Is, he will be out with a broken um, collarbone. Oh. Obviously, in defense, Erie forward Elias Cohen went after the Niagara player that laid out the hit, Zachary Lavoy. Yep. Uh, number 27, I think he is. I don't 27. Think that's, that's relevant right now. But Cohen went after him, and in the OHL, no matter what the in incident the is, minute. if you instigate a fight within the final five minutes of a game, it is an automatic two-game suspension. No matter the situation, no matter the case, that's just the way the league is. So, yeah, Elias Cohen Ford, Elias Cohen Ford, yeah, Ford, Elias Cohen for the Erie Otters, got a two-game suspension. Niagara Ford hasn't received anything. Which, that's that is... That's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I, 
I made it my mission the other day. I sent it to our boys in the group chat that I was going to get blocked by the Dog Pound podcast, which if you don't know what the Dog Pound podcast I am. <laughs> I am three. Three of us in this room right now are I don't blocked. have a Twitter. There's like so. nine or ten of us in our, like, our otters like, thread that we all comment on each other and tweet each other. I, so I'm like eight or nine of us that are now all blocked on there. So this was... That just shows the, like that how classes and how and much... And they're fucking... And the actual Ice Dogs Twitter got... Deactivated and they're like, oh, it was because I actually the ice dog or the pa- dog, the fuck dog, dog pound <laughs> podcast. Whatever. Time, yeah. Oh, I'm getting pissed. Um, uh, Can't tell. The fuck town dog pound. Yes. Um, <laughs> they said, oh well, it was because of a password problem. It's like, or because their team knows that they're a bunch of freaking gutless, classless pussies. That they can't handle the fucking heat. So this was the exact tweet that I sent to the Dog Pound podcast. I said, the ice dogs are a fucking joke. Zach Lavoie should never, ever skate on OHL ice ever again. What a bunch of classless, gutless clowns. You see, what I, I am not mad about the hit. Was it a legal hit? It's, no. it, well, it's, it's debatable. Iffy. It's debatable. Well, like, it, it, was, it was kind of high, but you well, could, here, like, well, with the how fast we moved, Brett kind of leaning into it. Well, I here's the thing. I was, it, was, was that's not what I'm mad about. I'm well, mad about the on, fact that as Lavoie is skating off the ice, he's high-fiving his teammates, he's showboating to the crowd. That proves that it was an intentional hit. Yeah. yeah. If that doesn't prove that it's intentional, I don't know well, what does. And you guys, that's what upset me and pissed exactly. me off the most. Yeah, like, and you guys know I have a buddy who goes to college for radio broadcasting and he was at that game that night. We all were. And I t- I texted him we, on we, we left early though so we didn't yeah. see the hit. And so I, I texted him earlier actually I texted him today about the episode because we were kind of ranting about it in the group chat again. And I was like what do you think about the hit between Niagara and Erie? And he goes oh I saw it from the top it was a clean hit. And I'm like oh? He's like Brett kind of le-. I'm like I'm not trying to say anything you know, either way. He's like, Brett kind of leaned in towards the hit, and the Niagara kid just finished it. it he, he definitely gave way too much force from, yeah. from the angle that they are at. They, the head yeah. should have not had that much force behind it. Yeah, he's like, so Brett kind of... upset at the fact that the showboat, the high yeah. that's, teammates, the, that's, that's just class that it was intentional. That's what NFL players do when they score a touchdown. They, they get paid $5 million for doing you're it. You're doing good for your team. You're not doing good by taking out one of the opposing team players for the rest of the fucking that's, season. Yeah, that's like me well, playing... What does that do your team? Nothing. That's, that's like me no. playing you guys you play like two more times a season. Oh, that's two games you don't have to worry about him anymore. Oh! Yeah. And, well, no, and what bothers the fuck out of me is I guarantee you the OHL commission and the OHL board have it out for Erie. They're probably sure they're... The no, 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 no. Just the U.S. teams. Let me fucking talk. Because look at the fucking Gilmartin shit. Look at what happened to fucking Liam Gilmartin. Was the suspension, was the suspension maybe justified? Sure. So, yeah. So I Ten fucking games. Guys, I brought this up to these guys earlier. I was watching the Guelph Erie broadcast, the Guelph's broadcast last night, uh, Friday night, and I guess probably the news that they heard, the way they heard, the reason Liam Gilmartin was suspended wasn't actually the the slamming of the stick that gave him the thing of suspension. It was still for the quote unquote abusing the officials. But they're saying the way that they abused the officials. Again, it's another just just the way the OHL is. Liam Gimartin, he was escorted off the ice and he was asked to go to the locker room. He was asked to leave the ice. He came back to the bench. Didn't step foot back on the ice. But he came back to the bench 
And I guess that's worthy of a 10-game suspension because you're abusing the refs. You're not. How are you abusing? Oh, For fucking what? Oh, no. I'm going to sit on the bench and watch my team play. That that's just the way they try to discipline the, the young players. This, the OHL, oh, my God. Yeah. The OHL is a fucking joke. No, it is. It, it is. is a fucking laughingstock. There is no fucking reason why coming back to the bench to watch your fucking team play should be a ten time should be a suspension nonetheless, let alone a ten game fucking suspension. Even if you I can understand the slamming the stick, maybe shit talking the refs. I can fucking understand that. That's fine. Whatever. Fine him. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But giving him ten motherfucking games for coming back to the bench, not touching the goddamn ice. Is the biggest crock of bullshit. I guarantee you, RJ King has the London coach's fucking cock in the back of his throat. Probably. He's got the o- he's under the OHL it's, commissioner's desk. It's Dale Hunter. Yeah, it's I don't give a fuck who it's, it is. It's who, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's, it's, that's who Dale Hunter is. Dale Hunter's always been that guy to to whine and always get his way. It is fucking retarded. It has taken the fun out of going to OHL games. It's fucking ridiculous. And now Elias Cohen gets fucking suspended for defending a teammate because one of their fucking, one of the Ice Dog players, one of the guys that they just got that's supposedly God's greatest fucking gift to hockey, acts like a knuckle-dragging fucking retard on the ice. Like, oh my God. It's so fucking pointless, dude. Holy well, what I w- what I was going to say is, like, I wouldn't even be mad if they let him sit in the penalty box. Like, okay, yeah, you did this to us, you did that to us, but won't you come back on the ice if you sit in the penalty box? That way you can't leave the box, you can't go on the ice, but you can still watch your team. That's not well, a bad idea. Like, I, can see if, I can see if a bad suspension, like a four or five game suspension, you still dress like you're playing, but you sit in the box. Yeah. You know, oh, no, you sit there for... An hour, two hours at it, most. It's just, it was a very similar yeah. situation last season. Near, I think it was like early March, late February of last season. Uh, Brent Ford, Clark for the Brent Clark Ford for the Barry Colts. I think it was a hit against Hamilton. I want to say I don't quite it remember. Was, it was a it was a bit dirty, but it wasn't nearly anywhere as dirty as the last the league is saying that it was hit on Brissett. Got eight games <laughs> for that hit when it wasn't yep. really anywhere near as dirty, but still the guy for Niagara got nothing. That's the oh, Weird. It's almost like there's a fucking trend. Well, I, I, well I, bouncing I, off what these two says, it's, it seems like it's the American side of the OHL yeah, that I'm not, they... I'm not mad about the hit. That's hockey. Yeah. Was, it, again, was it a little bit dirty? Again, that's debatable depending on the person. But I'm just mad at the fact that the showboating that's the part shows that it was intentional. Yeah. That's the part that irritates me. The there are a bunch of, and there are a bunch of classless fucking pieces of shit about it, too. They're, that, it's not they're just whiny. They're useless. They they block us on Twitter because we're voicing our opinions. Ross. I packed the email at the head of officiating and did you? Did, yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm gonna say this very lightly. A very kindly worded email. Was it actually? It, no, <laughs> no. Do you realize you're fucking talking to him? I call. I guarantee you, there. He and took he took the Gilbert Godfrey dictionary of cussing and just <laughs> fucking was going listen. page for page on that motherfucker. No, the only thing I can say on the air that I can relay to you guys now is practically what I like at the very end of it. I said, "quote unquote," I believe a fucking monkey can do a better job than what you guys are doing now. You group of gaggle fucking retards. 
sincerely, uh, every goddamn OHL fan out there. Like, that, it's it's a fucking disgrace. Like, I remember being able to go to the games and not have to worry about these shit, these things, but now we gotta worry about, oh, well, I don't like the way this player looked at me, so... I got, I got, I gotta give him a fucking two-game suspension. Oh, uh, he breathed like, my general direction. I don't know, he's touching nothing once to warm up. I'm even talking games and bunch of fucking bullshit, dude. I'm telling you, I hope to God one of these days RJ King just takes a fucking, like, rocket of a slap shot right to the goddamn chin. I, I fucking hope. I think It'll probably ring not, like the Liberty now, listen, Bell. You guys know me. I'm not one to wish injury upon people. But when you are actively trying to fuck the people that I genuinely enjoy watching and I'm genuinely passionate about, yeah, I'm sorry, you deserve to get dropkicked. Well, and again, bouncing off what Kyle and Jeff said, it's all seems like the American side of the board. There's only what? Four, three, three. three or four teams. Erie, Erie, Flint, Michigan. Okay, I thought there was four. Flint and uh, Saginaw, sorry. <laughs> okay. Flint and Michigan. <laughs> I was, okay, so yeah, it's it's you know and. Like Kyle said, don't get me wrong. It was a clean hit, or not a clean quote it's unquote hit. It's, it's, a questionable it's a questionable hit. Should it have happened in a more fashionable or more sportsmanlike way? Absolutely. But it's also us, the fact that you're winning the game five to three. There's forty seconds left. Erie's not coming back. Yeah. The the fact no matter the fact is you decide to play like play the body like that. Yeah. No, that ain't the, well, the game that where you know, it's the showboating. Yeah, what, 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 I was can, the showboating and the fact that out of all of this bullshit that happened, we were the ones that got dealt the fucking short end of the straw. Yeah, I out know. of everything that fucking happened, they put our one of our players out for the rest of. They put Brett Brissett out for the rest of the fucking. They season. put him on the shelf, pretty much. Yeah, and they get. Nothing more than a slap on the goddamn wrist, if that. Here, you're in Canada. We get here. Here, you you didn't hit this one. You get. We get a two-game suspend. Was it two or three two games? games? Two games. Cole will be back, back tomorrow. tomorrow but a two-game suspension for defending a player because one of their players is a fucking mongrel. Like, yeah. I get it, and he was trying to act like an enforcer and act like he's on king shit. I got a newsflash for you, numbnuts. You're in the fucking OHL. You're not in the NHL. You're not playing in the Winter Classic. You're not playing for the Cup. You're not playing for fuck all. Yeah. Act normal. Act de- Don't act like Which a... That's, that's, I think that's why the OHL sets all these rules. They want to, you know... Keep them disciplined, you know, but... Uh, you know, bullshit! It's not fucking not bullshit! It's not working. Like, it's obviously not working. No, no. not at all. I, mean, I think that's what they're trying to do, but it's because not working. Because we get fucking... No, listen! Ooh. Listen! Okay. These rules only apply to three teams in the league. The three American teams. If we're playing on any goddamn Canadian team... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just fucking frustrated. I'm, I'm with Ethan. It's fucking frustrating. If we play for a Canadian team, do what you want... Don't get hurt yourself. Exactly. Have fun. I we can this heads off for all we care. I guarantee if it were a game, say, like London and Mississauga, say if those guys were playing, nothing would fucking happen. If it were something like that, they could let that game go to fucking murder and nothing will goddamn yeah. happen. Us, it's like, oh no, that's a fucking four-game suspension because 
He's he, within the last five minutes of the game. You can't do that. Yeah. 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 It's, a, yeah. it's a joke, dude. It really is. We well, we had a pulled goaltender. I'm just so glad that Morty didn't end up getting a suspension because he was he had a hearing, I believe, or from what I heard, he was supposed to have a hearing with the league. I don't think he ended up. Oh, having I ooh, I wish did. Morty would have teed off on him. I wish I wish Morty would have got to Cohen, Cohen stepped in for that one. I yeah. wish Morty Cohen stepped in. He he put Lee Boyd to the ground and fucking two punches. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dunked the shit out of the kid. And it was kind of based off of some of other um, well, seasons. Jeffy get his word in here. He's been kind of screamed over. So. I think I agree with everything that it was not right. They didn't suspend Lavare for... It's more for the gloating that I have. He should never... As I said earlier, he should never fucking skate on OHL no. ice ever again. No. He should never fucking skate. Because... Just, just wait until Nair comes back to Erie. Oh, it's going to be a bloodbath. Oh, it's going to be a fucking slaughter. It's going to... Make sure <laughs> one of you guys save me a ticket because I want to go. It's going to be one of those games where it's going to not get into like 1030 because there's going to be about 600 fights. Yeah. And um, as Kyle was kind of funny, like we were talking to the other Otters Scott fans, like for for that night, like let's change our, our Sweet Caroline chant to... <laughs> From London sucks to ice, ice dogs. dogs. Ice dogs. I've been saying that for. I've been saying that since ever since it happened. I'm not a big politician to do that. I was about to say because um, I would say Niagara. But I was going to say Niagara. It's kind of. I don't have a problem with their fans or whatever. Because to be honest, I've we've talked to other Niagara. They even kind of backed it up like it was kind of a questionable. Their podcast sucks, by the way. Just <laughs> well, I listened to five minutes of it, and I rated it one star just to be a dick. <laughs> uh, fuck them. Do it. I, tell you, I dare you to do it. You guys what? do it, too. You dare me to fuck them? No. Uh, we, <laughs> all you have to do is you can't rate it without listening to it. So you have to listen to like two or three minutes of it, and you can rate it one star. Um, I did it just to be a cocky bitch. Just to be no, a they don't deserve any of goddamn was, star. Don't give those motherfuckers a star. Like, even you some can't, I don't think you can give them zero. You have to give them at least one. Nobody said I was ever going to listen to them. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to either. I literally just did it just to give them a poor rating. But they're um, fans Wait, like me. New rival podcast? If you guys want to see the Dog Pound versus can the Buck Buster. Can you imagine man. next episode? All right, introducing the Dog Pound podcast. <laughs> can you imagine that? So how's it going, you classless box? <laughs> <laughs> I, um... But, like, talking to some of their fans, like, they've... Either they've said like, we hope for. All their fans are the most classy part of this whole situation. Yeah. They're a lot of their fans on Twitter have even said, "Hey, prayers out to Brett Brissett. You know, thoughts and prayers go out to him. You know, condolences and all that." At the least fans have been the best part about. At it. least they have. At least they have human decency. At least they have a little bit of fucking human decency. Yeah. It's just. It's how just about we do something? I don't give a shit what we do. I don't care if we do little team building exercises to make him be like, hey, guys, I don't care if they make some sort of scuffed Barney video and be like, hey, guys, Barney here. Make sure that you guys aren't fucking assholes on the ice. All right. Today's letter, or today's word of the day is excessive force. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I can see it. It's just like... I, I want to say, I'm waiting for the, the Dog Pound podcast to release the next episode and be like, you know, we don't appreciate all the hate that's been directed towards us on Twitter because, you know, it's very, it's not nice. It's you, not you, guys nice. Are being, you guys are being very classless. You know, in the Discord that I moderate, um... <laughs> My Discord kitten, you know, she's not very happy about it. <laughs> what? 
Discord kid. <laughs> I um. I'm gonna fucking die. Broke Ethan, I'm so happy. You, that's, <laughs> that's like the fourth time we've broke Ethan tonight. Oh he my broke god. himself a couple times before. Fuck yeah. Discord kitten. <laughs> yeah, um. Wait, if they're the ice dogs, wouldn't it be a Discord puppy then? Sure. <laughs> or oh, the Discord pussies, close enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's actually probably one of the more accurate insults you've said tonight, Bobo, and I'm proud of you. That's a proud um, dad moment Jeff, right there. Um, <laughs> final thoughts, Jeff? It's just in general frustrating, like with that whole, the whole thing, like just the league in general. Like, I have the ultimatum. Fine, you don't want to find him, or you don't want to fucking suspend the dude. Fine, fuck it, let it go. I want Niagara to pay for Brett's surgery. Yes. Yeah, I like that. They That's... caused the fucking injury. They should have to pay for the fucking surgery. That's fair. If they're not, well, obviously they're not going to suspend him. They're not going to find him. I don't him. know if we said this update. Brett said he is home with his family. He is out of the hospital. He had successful surgery. He is resting at home. With I didn't his know he. Was, I, I did see that. Released. I knew he had. The he got oh, yeah. released like Monday or Tuesday. Like, the day I did after. see that. Yeah, I did see that. He had the surgery pretty much Sunday night, like pretty much immediately after the game. Couldn't even enjoy his New Year. Um, <clears throat> no, I think I think that's something that the OHL over. And even really at the NHL could look into it too. Is be like if you have a player that's involved in a hit with the potential intent to injure or harm, and they get a serious injury, whether it be you know like a torn ligament or whatever, and it requires surgery, the team who inflicted the hit should have to pay Especially for Especially in the OHO where these kids are no older than 20. They don't, they're not making yeah. any money mm-hmm. in this league. Exactly. They're not making jack shit. That's probably why you show, but because the used to play in The are the ones that are on entry-level contracts. And that's it. And it's hardly anything. I think... I, I think... What do you guys think on that? I think it's fair. I agree. If, if they're not going to fucking suspend them, if they're not going to find the team, if they're not going to do anything like that, then the team should have to pay for the fucking surgery. Oh, yeah. Every bit of it. Even like... so. Secretly send them the bill, or secretly send them bill. Secretly, that's you know what I meant to say. No, not at all. Good morning, ice dogs. Here you go, thirty-six thousand dollars for the surgery. Yeah, bunch of fucking. Put noodles. it in. Put it in a like <laughs> bunch of fucking noodles. <laughs> you know, put it in like a blank envelope or something. Send it off to their team coach or their well, whoever. Have have the address or something. You know what I mean. <laughs> send it off to the. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To the Niagara's dogs for the year. And to add insult to injury, no pun intended. <laughs> I think the player whoever ensued the hit should be the one that hand delivers the check. Yes. Yep. That should be his fucking punishment. Yep. The team will cover the check. The team will cover the costs of the surgery. Yeah. So what? But so he can hand him the check and then dab as he walks out the door. But <laughs> you, or are you going to get out. <laughs> are going to be the one so that gives the owner of the team the check. So bouncing off what Ethan's saying, it's you have to see. Well, well, no, you have to see the aftermath of everything. You have to give it to him while he's in the hospital, while he's at home recovering, and it's here. Take our money. We're sorry, or you know. Here's this. Here's a check for. I don't for think the word sorry exists in Niagara Falls language right now. Well, you know, okay. Canadian, that's all they he, do you know, here's a check so for. Well. You know, and what it could be is like, here's a check for 25 grand. 
for your PT, for your surgery, because he's going to need PT after collarbone. He's going to need to do his shoulders, his neck, and it's like, okay, here's everything to cover your PT, your equipment, your surgery, your medical bills. It's all on us. Don't worry. I think they should do the same thing in the NHL, but the player pays for it because they make so much money. I, that's, I mean, they kind of do that. I mean, that's when, when a illegal hit is like, they usually have to pay a fine. And I'm sure some of that probably goes towards. I'm sure, towards if not the majority, but like still, they, yeah. Like they don't make anything, so like the I know. player can. Yeah, well, still. It's just the, it's the actual organization. And that, that yeah, and that just goes all around the league. The, it's definitely a stretch, but it's not a bad idea. I think the best thing. And the biggest thing that we can get out of all of this yelling, screaming, fucking tomfoolery is that the OHL is a joke. The OHL board is a joke. The officiating crew is a, a are a bunch of fucking clowns. The Ice Dogs themselves, the team, not the fans, the team, are a bunch of gutless, heartless, classless clowns. <coughs> Like I said before, I think a, a fucking orangutan could do a better job than. I, mean, I was telling these guys. I remember last last week when I think it was just you, me, and Bober, mate. You might have been you, me, and Jeff. We we're down at the glass, right, break four us and the officials screaming on the ice, and you scream something to King. Did he look up at you and make eye contact with you after you said? Oh him? yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I was there for that. Yeah, I was there. So I was sitting down there. For fucking R.J. King came on, was doing his warm up. Because we were wondering who's stretches, whatever. There was so there was nobody in the arena, right? So. My voice kind of carried. I saw King come out. I was like, hey, King, you got your eyes on tonight? He turned around and he looked at me. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> the good old smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Smile and wave. Smile and, wave, smile and single finger wave. <laughs> whoa, 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 what? Don't ever do that. I need a break after that. You are too fat and white for that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to knock the fuck out right now. <laughs> All right, moving on to our games of the week. Um, starting off from the games that we didn't get that we had previously. Way back before break. Before Two weeks break. ago. Um, first one was Monday, December nineteenth. Edmonton and the Predators. Um, Predators end up winning four to three in overtime. Yeah, none of us get a point because we all said Edmonton would win. Ethan was a silly goose and forgot to send over his score predictions, so Ethan's losing out on all of his points this week. So, but he's already got a three-point lead on Bobo, so he doesn't have to worry about uh, being yeah. too far behind. Hopefully not. Moving on to Tuesday, we had Columbus and Philly. So the Flyers beat the Jackets five three. Five to three. Five to three. The only one not getting a point is Kyle. Bobo and Jeffy both get a point because they both said Philly. I had said Columbus was going to win that one. So. <laughs> on Thursday, we had the New York Islanders. I know, yeah, I kind of hope. New York. Said. New York <laughs> Islanders versus the New York Rangers. Um, the Rangers end up winning it 5 to 3. 5 to 3. Kyle and Jeff both said 5 to 4. Oh. And then Bobo said the Islanders. So Kyle and Jeff will each get a point. Will they, though? Yeah. And then Friday the 23rd. Boston and New Jazzy. Boston won 4-3. Kyle said 5-3. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fuck you. But then Jeffy and Bobo also said uh, New Jersey. So yeah, not a lot of points going around this week. (laughs) I mean, I'm happy with one point. (laughs) So I didn't lose out too bad. No. No. You're still tied for second. 
Third, Sorry. technically. Me and Jeff, we were tied for first. Yeah. So you're in third, technically, second. But yeah, we'll go back. We'll get our new game set up. We'll be right back with you. Yes, we will. Will we? All righty. With the games of the week, starting with Monday, I have the Edmonton Oilers, who are 21-17-2, taking on L.A. in L.A. That in L.A. is 22-14-6. So this might be a barn burner on the East Coast. Yeah. Or, or the West Coast, West I'm sorry. <laughs> I... Anyways. Love Los Angeles, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to take L.A. and I'm going to go 3-2. Edmonton, Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Edmonton. I'm going to go L.A. and go 3-2. Why two. actually kind of work? 3-2 L.A.? 3-2 L.A. Okay. Ethan. Uh, man, that's actually kind of a tough one. But I think I'm going to say... I'm gonna say four to three Edmonton OT. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna say Edmonton four to one. Okay. I don't know. I, I do got a barn burner on this one. I'm gonna go a higher, like a. I'm talking like a six five five four kind of game. Oh wow. Um, I'm gonna finish. Mm. I'm gonna go five to four. I'm gonna go with Bobo. I'm gonna say five four LA. Oh, wow. Interesting. Moving on to I twice. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna erase it for you until you caught my finger. Actually, Ethan, you're up. Yeah, so Tuesday's game. I have the Winnipeg Jets, who are currently 24, 24 15 and one. Versus the Detroit Red Wings, who are 16, 15, and 7 right now. Mm. Um, this actually might come as a shock. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 6-3 Winnipeg. 6-3, wow. wow. This is the first time that we've done Detroit that you voted against Detroit. Watch this be the one time that Detroit wins because you're going against them. <laughs> Six three Winnipeg. Right. Yeah. I. Oh boy. They're um, just, they've been so far. They've just been consistently inconsistent. I call it. Winnipeg's been flying high. Hot, 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 hot. Go home. I am home. <laughs> I think we need to leave. Then I think that's how. Fuck. <laughs> Get um, baited, buddy. <laughs> Um, I'm going to agree with Ethan. I'm going to go one up peg, but I'm going to go 4-2. Four 4-2. Two. Four With two. a little lower scoring? With a lower scoring. Jeffy. I'm actually going to go with Detroit on this one. Of course you are. Um, <laughs> I um, With what what they did with Pittsburgh not that long ago, come after I could see them um, doing something. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to say... 3-2, Detroit. Detroit. Can I change my, I change my guess? You're going to go to Detroit now, aren't you? No, I'm thinking about... Well, because I was just thinking about uh, Blake Wheeler being out. Is he out? I think he's out. I don't I know, know. He just blew a testicle and still played in that he game. He busted a nut and <laughs> continued to play. No, I'm, I'll do... I will do 5-3 Detroit. Oh, wow. 
completely swapping. Yeah. I was going to go down the middle and make it 2-2 two and two for Detroit and Winnipeg, but... Now I'm thinking about it. I'm going to make Bobo the odd one out here. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 4-2 to two Detroit. Wow, okay. shocker. Same as Jeff, same score as Bobo, but the Detroit th- winning it. All right, Jeffy had Tuesday. I also had Tuesday. Um... The San Jose Sharks are taking on the Arizona Coyotes. San Jose. Um, San Jose is currently 12-20-8 and and Arizona 13-20-5. Oh, yes. Battle of the Basement. My favorite. (laughs) I have to go. I'm going to go with the Coyotes on this one. Um, uh, I'm going to say 2-1 overtime. Wow. That's what Arizona said? Yep. Okay. Uh, I, oof. I'm gonna give this one to the San Jose Sharks. Um, yeah, it's not gonna be a very high-scoring game. I'm gonna say two to nothing. Oh, shut out. Okay. Ethan. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I have to agree that it's not going to be a super high-scoring game. Watch it be like a fucking nine nothing blowout, <laughs> be a nine, nine, nine to eight barn burner kind of thing. Right? Uh, was that, that Edmonton and or no? It was LA and Seattle, wasn't it? Yeah. That game? yeah. Yep. It was a nine to eight LA Seattle game not too long ago. Holy yeah. fuck! Did, did yeah. Seattle win an OT? Yeah. yeah, they did. Where did I where did Seattle Bur- come from? With I wanted that? to say Burakovsky. Seattle's really good this year. Yeah, they're in a pale spot. They're in the payoff spot. That's fucking when! Yeah. Wild card, don't get me wrong. Okay. Actually, hold on. Let me look this up while you guys are playing. I, Detroit's yeah. not even close to a but fucking anyway, yeah. playoff Anyway, yeah, San Jose, Arizona. Final score. Uh, uh, give me San Jose. Uh, 3-2. I am wrong. Seattle is third in the Pacific right now. Wow. They are two points behind LA with four games in hand. Oh, wow. All right. Um, I'm going to go down the middle. Give me Arizona. Well, you're not down. Oh, yeah, you're down the middle. Yeah. So, give me Arizona, and I'm going to go 3-1. 3 Arizona? Yep. All lower scoring on this one. All lower scoring. And finally, I chose the game on Thursday, the Seattle Kraken versus the Boston Bruins. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be a really good game. That's going to be a really good game. Two of the better teams in each of their respective conferences. Boston's what? place right at the moment. They're in third or second. I don't remember off the top of my head. I thought they were in second last time I went. Yeah, Seattle is 22. I'm sorry, I'm just talking. Seattle is 22, 12, and 4. Boston is 34 and 4. Wow. Dude, Boston's a fucking powerhouse. Boston's a powerhouse. Yeah, so Boston's currently first. I don't think you can vote against Boston here, Mm -mm. and I'm not going to do it because I'm going to get called a clown regardless if if I don't choose Boston or if I choose Boston and they lose. So I'm just going (laughs) to play it safe and choose Boston. I'm going to say 4-2. You're a clown. I was thinking, Boston's first place in the league. They have seven. They're seven points ahead of Carolina, which is number two. Wow. While Boston has two games in hand. Yeah, I said four to two Boston. I am also, as much as I really want to cheer for Seattle in this one, okay. I'm going to play it safe as well. I am going to say, say, I'm going to go the same score as Kyle, four to two, Boston. Same exact score. Okay. Ethan. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be a, a little bit more of a blowout, but it's a point each way, so 5-1 to one Boston. 
Wow. And Bobo. I'm going to stick on the Boston train, except with Seattle being able to hold their ground this year, I am going to go 5-4 overtime. Ooh. Actually, I am going to change my 4-2 to 4-3. 4-3 regulation? Yep. Yeah, I have to because, like you guys said, Seattle is just holding their ground this year, and they're starting to make a statement. And uh, Colin is not going to be jumping in on this just because it's kind of too – if we were only like one or two weeks into this, I'd feel like, sure, jump in if you want to, but we're now six, seven weeks deep into this. Yeah. Uh, the score is looking 25 for both Kyle and Jeff, 23 for Ethan, and 21 for Bobo. Hey! So it's still anybody's bogey. Like, so you oh, guys yeah. are tied for first. You mean hockey game, right? Yeah. Take me out to the <laughs> puck game. You, you know how – did you kind of follow like how, kind of how we're doing it for point system? Got him. Okay. So let's give a recap. One point for guessing the correct winner. Two points if you guess the correct score differential. Like if, if it's five three and you say four two, okay, you said Boston wins by two goals. And then two three, points, three, three, three points for the exact score winner. Okay. And we said four four points if you guess it. If it goes to overtime and you say four three Pittsburgh in overtime, if you said that exactly, you get four. Yeah. I think that's happened once. Yeah. Once. I was gonna say. I think Jeffy gets like four to three. Seattle in the shootout and end up being the team that they played. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, we can even make it interesting and that shootout as an extra point. We have done it a couple times. We've done it. Have we? Or we haven't, like, it said we're five Are we still recording? But... Yes. Yeah, we're still recording. Because okay. I was going to say, that would be kind of interesting if it goes, like, shootout would be worth that extra point. So overtime's worth I mean, one it's point, shootout's extra time as a whole. I don't know, still, though. It's an over-overtime. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that about wraps it up for this week's episode. Yes, it the does. First episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. We should have said this at the beginning, but you probably should have turned your volume down, so we apologize in advance. Yeah. But <laughs> you should know by now if I'm in an episode. Then. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. This is very true. Yeah. Like you said, this isn't Colin isn't this isn't he isn't staying forever. He's been staying full time as of yet. Definitely in the future possibility. He might be here next week. He might not be back until week one of the next month. But uh, yeah, we'll see you guys. I hope yep. you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next week. Yes, we will. Right, see ya. Bye.